0: 97. One FM talk on demand audio.
1: That is something that is really detrimental to this country, that the president of the United States despises half of the United States. President Biden, I, I said earlier today, I just for about a week ago, I had a segment coming up, so I, I Googled Biden hates MAGA. So nothing but articles articles after articles after articles He has expressed hatred for who's writing the those articles it doesn't matter the, the and it's not. because because the bottom line is he says it he has vitriol for them and so does msnbc and so does cnn and so does the new york times they have vitriol for half of the nation they don't look at them like fellow americans and it's unfortunate they try to paint them as racist That all the things that they do to their fellow americans who simply want a safe home a safe community For the children to have prosperity. They want the same thing. What kind of a country do we want to be going forward? Charles Payne goes to making money. I want to be that country that was number one, really enjoyed being number one, and did everything it could to stay number one. Charles Payne,
2: you are my hero. I just want to say
1: that. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> that was an
2: epic rant against Jessica Tarloff, and I appreciate you making that point.
1: Thank you so much. You know, it was so crazy. I I actually was ready to comment on earlier in the day I did a segment, and I am I was trying to create like a hashtag, conciliatory Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> I think if she would have been cool, I would have sounded more on her side, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, be, but instead, you know, instead when I'm, lis- I'm listening to her, and it's really kind of—I like Jessica, but it's—it it's, becomes lazy. This idea that he's a narcissist—I believe almost anyone who runs for president of the United States has a little tangent of narcissism. Oh. The you know, but that's a whole different topic. But you know, every time they open their mouth, it's about hatred. It's about racism. It's about evil. They're talking about your fellow Americans who have a different political ideology than you. We're not talking about, you know, the the. It's it's it really is dangerous. And by the way. I didn't have the list in front of me, but she was wondering what news articles, you know, the source, uh, because I'd actually saved it. I was gonna do it. Hit a couple of weeks ago. Thought it did do some reach. Up. It popped in my head. So, so Biden hates MAGA. NBC News, AP News, Reuters, Al Jazeera, Spectrum, New York One, YouTube, NPR, USA Today, and CNBC. Those are just some of the places that had Biden hates MAGA.
2: Yeah. You don't have to look far. I and, and I, I love that you pointed it out. It was a it was a great moment. I, you you went viral across the country with that one for sure. That that's good. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on this morning? I see these pri- this private sector job growth numbers decline pretty sharply. What does that mean?
1: Well, there's, uh, that's from the ADP, which uh, it's a really great report. Uh, they do sixty percent of the private sector, so they know what's going on. Uh, It it came in at 107, the street was looking for 150,000. It means, without a doubt, that the jobs market is slowing. Now, the the official government number comes out on Friday. That thing is so skewed with problems, it should have lost all of its credibility a long time ago. Be that as it may, that's the one that moves markets. But this one is is giving us a heads up on two important things. The pace of job growth is, is dropping considerably. But also wages are starting to really, really come up, fall apart. And, uh, you know, that's going to be one of the things we look for because wages never got back. We are nowhere near what they call the trend line. With, you know, the average wage growth over a period of time, you expect a certain amount of extra money every year between wages and salary. It took a huge hit uh, and during a pandemic and then took an even bigger hit, uh, you know, when you use uh, to adjust it to inflation. So that's uh, one of the other things we're going to be looking at big time.
2: Yeah, I'll bet. I mean, because people see it when they go to the grocery store. Uh, Their their card of groceries is 50, 75 bucks more than it used to be. Their paycheck isn't. Uh, And I I don't know how you reconcile that at some point, because you're going to get to go vote in November. And uh, there's a reason why inflation was so high.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the the reason is, is that uh, President Biden saw what Democrats called the golden opportunity. You never let a crisis go away. So. By hijacking the word COVID, they use it to pass uh, one of the the biggest you know money dump in history. Uh, there, there was a long time ago when uh, a politician, a presidential politician, was accused of trying to uh, seduce Americans by putting a chicken in every pot Well, When you start doing two trillion dollars and telling people they don't have to pay back their college loans, it's a little bit more than a chicken, uh, but it also sparked 40-year high inflation. Wow, wow! You know,
2: I saw a headline the other day, and I, I never. Uh, kind of know how to interpret these because sometimes people put attention grabbing headlines up and the article doesn't follow through on it. But it said that the U- U.S. dollar is close to being done as the world currency. Are, are we really in 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 fear of that?
1: We're in fear of it, but we're not close with an asterisk. Uh, okay. And the reason is, is there's no alternative right now. In other words, you know all of the mistakes that you can make uh being in a position that we've been in. Uh, we're making, uh, you know, it's sort of almost to the point of taking it for granted. Like, this is one of these things, just like our conversation on, on the economy and wages. You have this conversation with the uh, Wall Street economists. Oh, the economy is great. they gonna use superlatives. It's strong. Uh, and households are doing fantastic. I mean, OK, you have any poor people in your family? You have <laughs> yeah. any middle income people in your family? Same thing with this. They kind of poo-pooed away. Oh, we're nowhere near. If you look at international transactions, yada, 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 yada. What I'm looking at, though, first is the collapse of the euro. Now, that's collapsing big time. We've we've got some of those transactions that used to be done in euros. They're being done in the dollar, artificially keeping the dollar elevated. The other problem, of course, is, yeah, you need an alternative, right? We were the alternative to the British pound. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that alternative has not necessarily materialized, but there's active efforts to to create uh, maybe a new currency, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa—they got another 20 nations that joined. And what they do have is they have a lot of gold. They've been buying up all the gold, and they have natural resources—the majority of uh, oil and things like that—as a backstop. We don't have. There's no backstop to our, uh, you know, to our dollar except, of course, the full faith and credit of the United States. That they'll give you another fake dollar. (laughs) So, so, so it's it's something we must take seriously because things that take time to develop. Uh, you, you can't unwind them in an instant. You know, there's there's this sort of sense that, hey, when we get to the moment of, uh, of desperation, we'll flip the switch like a light. And you cannot do that. If we don't take this seriously now, then we will lose our position.
2: That's a great point. Maybe we should take some of our weekend dollars and invest them in this
1: Neuralink. Oh, gosh. What do you think? <laughs> Control uh, thoughts? That's a tough I mean, one. come on. That's a tough one. That's a tough one right there. You know, <laughs> listen, uh, I... I I'm, there was a stock that I invested in a long time ago that used a, a impulse to help people stop smoking or slow down smoking and things like this. But we're going in a whole different level, you know. I mean, this scares the heck out of me. It, it really does. And there may be some sort of benefits to it, but I'm I'm not hooking my head up to a, a Neuralink no matter what, no matter what. I think we should use Elon's words against him. What do you think? Go
2: yourself. <laughs> Is that clear? <laughs> I, I love his thoughts on like free speech when it comes to X and stuff, but then he loses me. He goes off the deep oh, end with this chip crap.
1: I know. I know. That's yeah, true. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, someone was joking. Uh, the, the person who got this input, impl- got it implemented. The first thing he said is, uh, oh, data is good. Always trust data. <laughs> but anyway, it's like, you know, listen, um, uh, I'm not going there. Between that and the metaverse, and again, you know, it's probably going to happen. It's probably going to exist. I'm going to be the last one going in there. I'm going to go, you know, uh, if you catch me in the metaverse, you know I was the last one in there. That's all I can tell you.
2: (laughs) I'm with you. What do you cover today on uh, making money?
1: Oh, the Fed meeting. This is absolutely huge. I can't underscore how big this is. So, Jay Powell at the last meeting, he takes a semi-victory laugh. He says, "Okay, we're going to start cutting rates. You know, our work is almost done, except it really maybe not be it may not be almost done." Now, for for over a year, Jay Powell didn't want to become this guy called Arthur Burns, who was in charge of the Fed in the 1970s, and essentially he oversaw uh, the the economy where inflation he thought it was tamed. It came back, it became a huge issue. Uh, you know Reagan and Paul Volcker tamped it down, but they had to use extraordinary, painful economic measures. And and so we want to make sure that this Fed doesn't get too ahead of itself. The stock market already has, so it's a really crazy, tenuous situation. This Q and A session today is going to be monster. I've got an amazing panel. We're gonna we're gonna watch it. We'll dissect it in real time, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see if he can somehow coax. I think he needs to pull back a little bit on the enthusiasm. Outstanding.
2: Charles, will be watching, buddy. Thank you.
1: All right. Thanks a lot. Yep. See you guys talk, later.
2: Talk to you soon. Making Money with Charles Payne weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Central on the Fox Business Network. No neural links for me. No,
0: thank you. thank you.
2: If if this technology is something that can help people who have speech problems or hearing problems, and and it's it's contained to those kinds of things, that's fine. They start wanting to put this in people's brain to improve their brain function somehow. I don't think so. We were joking off air about if you have a thought that would be inappropriate, or I, I don't even know, and then it all of a sudden starts pulling it up on your phone or your Are laptop, you, and you're like, no, 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 you can't because you're thinking the thought. And I, my question was, if you, something goes wrong with the computer, the first advice you'll get is turn it off and turn it back on. How do you do I, that I with can't, your brain? I can't, yeah, I can't do that. I know a lot of people that have their brain turned off most of the time, but I'm just saying, I don't know how to do that. Get more at
0: 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours